0: Hey, welcome everybody. It's time once again for another episode of Let's Talk Real Estate. Your weekly BS with Barry Sawitz about the current commercial real estate market here in Southern California. As we take a no BS look at both sides of the issues driving the market today. Always looking for best solutions from the man who's best positioned
1: to tell us. Barry Savitz. morning, Paul. We're back here again. And uh, thanks to all of our viewers and our listeners uh, for tuning in. We're here for another uh, episode and another week of Let's Talk Real Estate. Uh, Before we get going, I want to do a special shout out to uh, the governors of the states that have recently announced that they are going to supplement or waive state taxes on gas. And I would make an appeal to our governor here in California since I just paid six and a half dollars for a gallon of gas this morning. Uh, Anything anyone can do to help us out here, we appreciate it. Now, with that said, we, uh, I want to welcome our guest today, uh, Peter Berkey, who's the Vice President of Innovation and Sustainability for Landsea Homes, which is a uh, public home builder based here in Newport Beach, California, but they have uh, developments and projects throughout the country. And uh, Peter's a longtime uh, real estate, uh, I guess, developer uh, extraordinaire, uh, originally from Orange County. Peter, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. I don't know about Extraordinaire, but I appreciate you being on your show.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we we asked your wife and your family and they said uh, that that's what we should go with, so I figured what the heck we'll do it. So we're going to talk today about a little bit different niche than uh, what we've had in some of the previous shows. We're going to talk home building, we're going to talk innovation, we're going to talk change uh, relative to uh, the housing market, and um, Peter, you've been doing this a long time. Uh, originally from Orange County. I, I guess let's start with uh, what you've seen in terms of just the growth in Orange County uh, over the, the, the past however many years uh, from what really was uh, a small suburban community to what is now really a major metropolitan market.
0: Yeah, it's pretty amazing, Barry. I mean, I, I grew up uh, in Orange County when uh, there were a lot of orange trees and asparagus fields and that type of thing. And, and you know, I got to experience uh, a lot of the growth in Orange County over the years. And, and, uh, you know, I will say that uh, communities like Irvine who, you know, were really leaders in terms of um, planned communities and, uh, you know, land planning, that type of thing, really benefited Orange County compared to a lot of other uh, areas. And, um, you know, growing up, homes were uh, scattered. I would say, and uh, you didn't have the density that you do today. Um, Part of that is just due to what land costs back then versus what land costs now, and uh, really relates back to affordability.
1: Yeah, and and the growth in Southern California as a whole, Orange County has exploded exponentially, uh, and as there are less and less opportunities in Los Angeles, people come this way and people want to be near the coast and in the sunshine, those are obviously the draws. Um, Relative to uh, LANCY and its business plan, I guess, and and, uh, game plan for going forward, you guys have done a number of projects uh, here in Southern California and have uh, a couple more um, that are currently underway and planned. I guess talk a little bit about the company as a whole and what its niche is, um, and and then I guess we'll dovetail into some of the projects you have going on here in Orange County.
0: Sure. You know, we are a um, public home builder, as you mentioned earlier, we especially in orange county uh, are very experienced in terms of you know where we build where we like to build Uh, once again we're we're really attracted uh, to the affordability side so you know we look for opportunities where we can possibly develop sites i think that's a big difference between maybe yesterday and today used to have a lot of finished lots that you built on in orange county today's world you look for opportunities maybe where you can go in on an infill basis and develop a site and uh, plan homes uh, around that. You know, we've, we've done several communities, you know, we're not locked into a certain type of of housing or a certain price point. Uh, We we look at each opportunity as a sole uh, opportunity. And so we've got communities like in Lake forest, we developed, you know, a large master plan there, brought in other builders, um, and we've built out different communities that, that project really is kind of at the tail end of the building cycle it's starting to mature. We also did a project down on Balboa peninsula where it was more, uh, dense product, townhome, uh, higher end luxury. Um, so we're not, we're not necessarily, uh, you know, focused on, on one demographic It really comes down to the opportunity.
1: Yeah, and here in Orange County you have some big master landowners like Irvine Company, like a Mission Viejo Company, that really control large swaths of land and have their own master planning uh, designs and, and, and game plans. So uh, you talk about infill, uh, while the projects that you have done are what I would call mid to larger scope, relatively speaking, certainly smaller relative to some of these master plan type of communities w- w- with hundreds and thousands of homes uh, in multi-phases. But it seems to me that the Lake Forest Project, you know, as South County becomes more attractive uh, and as the El Toro uh, base gets developed with Five Points and everything else around there, the location's got to become even better and better as time goes on.
0: That's amazing. I mean, I think, you know, that location really becomes central. As everybody's aware, travel time is is the key in Orange County and L.A. And, um you know what we're seeing is uh opportunities as we as we go south you know it's it's a uh you know it's always a uh great opportunity to be in orange county you're starting to see people push out towards the in, inland empire due to affordability and that's one of one of the things that we look at in terms of being able to provide a more affordable product within orange county to help alleviate some of those stresses with you know, travel time and that type of thing.
1: And I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it seems to me from what I understand from the company, the goal is to build, relatively speaking, affordable housing, but also build smart homes, modern homes, energy efficient homes with some of the more modern technology that goes along with it. And that's part of the selling point and attractiveness. True, not true.
0: No, that's true. Um, You know, our our DNA, if you will, really, um, as a young company, uh, was founded on sustainability. Our CEO, John Ho, was very focused when he started LandSea in 2013 on sustainability. I mean, he had studied it, uh, he graduated from USC, did his masters at UCLA, spent a lot of time investigating what builders were doing, what worked, what didn't work. I like to call it building science, especially when you look at uh, California and the stringent energy codes and whatnot. You know, we build off of that. I mean, we have experience over the years on what's worked, what hasn't worked. And so our company really is built upon sustainability, energy efficiency. We have a program that we launched in 2020 uh, called our High Performance Homes. Yeah, And it it really is based on four pillars. High efficiency, high performance, uh, which really comes to automation in the home energy efficiency, how you build the home, it's back to that building science, sustainability in terms of what products we use, and then we introduced a new pillar called the healthy home
1: into our high-performance homes. That's where they bring you fruits and vegetables so you eat healthy every week? or not Right. So.
0: Well, that's the owner's responsibility. <laughs> you know, what we introduced is a product called Remy Halo, and it's a air purification system, and and we're the only builder that's uh, installing it standard uh, in our homes. You know, what's interesting is we had gone down that path before COVID hit, and as you can imagine with COVID, it's just enhanced that desirability to have that healthy home, to be able to breathe fresh air inside your home. You know, that's a whole different topic, I think, in terms of how COVID's affected our our lives and design of the home and, and that type of thing.
1: I want to back up for a second because uh, I want to talk about the term sustainability. So for our viewers and our listeners out there who aren't familiar with it, you hear the term all the time, but but what exactly is it?
0: It's a great question. I think you probably hear a lot of different uh, answers when it comes to sustainability. But, you know, in my mind, it gets back to that building science and it really is using products that stand the test of time, uh, that are healthy products. We look at things like carpet, for instance, you know, we we look at low VOCs. If you think about, you know, as a kid, carpet went in the home and, you know, the parents told you, hey, you might want to stay out of your room for a couple of days just because it was almost unbearable. But what we're seeing is a lot of these products that go into the home are designed and built and manufactured around sustainability, health, that type of thing. It's hard to put a definition to it, But really, to me, it comes down to products that stand the test of time, uh, homes that stand the test of time.
1: And so when you talk about VOCs, that gets back to toxins, some of the other finishes, even in the carpet, things that as a parent, you would be concerned for your kids as an individual, you'd just be concerned about breathing in or being exposed to. Yeah, when I was growing up, my mother used to always tell me, you know, don't eat paint for obvious reasons. but. And I didn't like the taste, so it didn't really, it was fine for me. But it almost is to the point now with some of these new finishes and fixtures and things that you could eat the paint, not that you'd want to. But is that sort of how it is where you're, you're really on the cutting edge in terms of trying to use materials that not only will last but are environmentally sensitive or uh, energy efficient or what have you?
0: You know, obviously you don't want to eat it. You know, there's a huge focus and there has been a huge focus over time manufacturing products that are safe, if you will. You know, I think today everybody still signs the lead paint disclosure, and I think that's what you're referring to. Yeah. You know, you had products that, quite frankly, were harmful. You know, manufacturers have really done a great job looking at different ways and different materials to use so that it's safe in the home. When you get back to sustainability, you want things to last. And so there's been a lot of testing You know, there's companies now, you know, that test materials and products and and we rely on those companies uh, to get, you know, results and and find out, you know, what are the best products to use.
1: Do you find that when the home buyer comes to buy your product that, I mean, price is always a determining factor. There's no question in location, but that the design of the home, the features that you're talking about, it really caters to a niche in the marketplace of a buyer. Those things are important to them
0: absolutely you know our buyers today are very tech savvy you know our home automation i think is second to none we partner with apple we've done that for several reasons first and foremost is security we've all heard the stories about other companies you know where santa's at the doorbell and you know the two-year-old opens the door and you know there's issues and so uh, safety and security really was the first reason why we chose apple but really it's that HomeKit platform that we love and those products that go into it. We use a HomePod mini as kind of our hub. Yeah, You know, we do things that link to that. Uh, You can talk to Surrey and, you know, we've got uh, smart switches, smart thermostat, front door locks, you know, just a myriad of products. And then there's also what we call bolt-on options as well that, that can be purchased, such as shades for the home, automatic shades. But uh, we, we spend a lot of time looking at different products that are included in our home at a no cost to the buyer. And it gets back to what you're saying about design of the home. You know, what's interesting is Orange County has always been the hub of residential design. You'll find more architects located in Orange County that do work all over, all over the states. Uh, and even the world that are located in Orange County, heavily on those uh, on those architects
1: and from a technology standpoint i mean you you basically can walk around with a ipad or your cell phone or whatever tablet you you decide you want to put on and really control everything uh, that you want to if you want to right so whether it's lights uh, garage doors air conditioning heating your pool your jacuzzi and obviously you can order food and have it delivered now and everything else so to me the person who doesn't want to leave their home or can't leave their home or in the case of covid wasn't leaving their home you really have have the ability to control many things from literally the flick of your uh, your iPad, as opposed to old school, which is walking around the house and shutting off lights and turning things off and on. Yeah,
0: you really do. You can look at appliances these days. You know, it's almost scary when your appliance can tell you that you know you've run out of milk and and uh, you need eggs. Kind of where we're going. If you look at some of the Wi-Fi features on uh, the cooking appliances it's amazing i mean you set the timer uh, you plug in what you're cooking and it does the rest for you so a lot of conveniences Um, i think people especially uh, i would say our older generation you know may be a little bit scared with technology you know our program we're trying to simplify it you know we love to demonstrate that in our homes in our model homes i think that's important to convey that you know this is a very simple uh, application you know, you can control with your voice, like you said.
1: Yeah. Do you find that the demographic for the kinds of homes that you're building is really more geared towards millennials or tech savvy or a younger generation?
0: I don't think so. I think just by the nature of how we source opportunities, we build for a lot of different demographics. You know, I will say we've done quite a few projects in the Bay Area. You know, that buyer is very tech savvy. We've got a lot of homeowners that Work with Google and Apple and a lot of the high tech companies, and they love it. They absolutely love. Yeah, I would uh, imagine the home automation. Um, and uh, quite frankly, we rely on our home buyers to give us feedback, and that's how we get better. You know, one thing I love about Lancy is we're a very, you know, we're a very cohesive company. We love to get ideas from our employees. The Remy Halo actually came from one of our employees in Arizona. So we'll look at different products and, and see how they may fit into our you know, ecosystem, into our specifications. You know, Obviously you just can't keep adding things, but you know, we try to look at the most important things that home buyers want.
1: And you guys have projects in other parts of the country and, and nothing against our uh, friends up in the Bay Area, but there's no question that far more tech savvy than the average folk and, and typically far more concerned about the environment and environmental issues than the average folk. Do you find that the same kinds of issues are prevalent when you get to Florida and you get to Texas and Arizona and that people are concerned about these kinds of things going forward?
0: You know, we just entered the Florida and Texas market last year. You know, we're starting to learn a lot about those markets. I would say they're a little bit different. You know, there are things that we do in the Bay Area that may not be as important to somebody and... Palm Beach, Florida. But, you know, once again, we take a look at each area separately and try to determine what the best, you know, what the best specification is for that buyer. That's what I love about our program. It's a very flexible program. We rely on our divisions really to tell us what they believe the buyer wants based on our market studies. And so, you know, we're not locked into one specific thing across the board. To your point, we build in New York. We build in Boston, we're in Austin, Texas, we're in Florida, the Orlando market, south of that, you know, and then Orange County and, and uh, surrounding areas, and then the Bay Area and Arizona as well. So different strokes uh, for
1: different folks, I guess you that's have to right. modify, right? I don't want to get off on a tangent, but I do want to ask you about solar. Because sure. certainly here in, in Southern California, where you have lots of sun, Florida, Arizona, same thing, right? I mean, uh, I think it's it's a general issue that comes up. I know I just put solar in my house uh, about a year or so ago, and I'm waiting to see how that is. And, and at the onset, it appears that the benefits – are certainly worth it. And I should have done it a long time ago and was foolish not to, how does that play into the homes that you're building? Is that included? Is that an option? And do you find that that going forward is also one of the technology environmental issues that people really want to hear and talk about and see?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's a great question. Uh, what, uh, what you'll find in California is different uh, than you'll find across the board. Solar is mandated in California. Um, you know, I'm happy to say that we just recently uh, signed a partnership with SunPower. Hmm. Uh, SunPower uh, is an integrator, they're a manufacturer, uh, they do a phenomenal job uh, assessing uh, solar on the home. And so, going forward, you know, our homes in California will include, you know, a SunPower system. Uh, there's also option uh, with them for battery storage and EV charging. And so, we're very excited about that. But What's even more important is uh, we have the option now in all our communities, you know, where, where the jurisdictions, I should say, uh, are solar friendly. You know, we have that option uh, to include it in a home if a home buyer wants.
1: So you know, it's, it's an ad, it's an add on and, and you'll offer it if right. it's available.
0: That's and, right. In and, California it's standard. Yeah. You know, in the home.
1: And do you find in, in Southern California, I mean it seemed to me if I was looking for a place and it had solar and you said, Hey, you know, your average power bill is gonna be, I don't know, pick a number, less than a hundred dollars a month versus three or four hundred dollars a month, that's just all right to your bottom line as a buyer. Sure.
0: That's right. Yeah. And as we know, energy prices keep going up. And so that's another advantage to have solar Uh, I'm a big fan of solar, um, but I will say uh, my excitement got a lot more once we started seeing battery storage come on the scene and pricing come down a little bit on battery storage. So I think that's an important component. You know, it just depends on the usage of the home.
1: Yeah, that's true, too. So we just got a quick minute left. Uh, I want to ask you two things. Number one is, what about supply chain? Are you feeling the pinch? Do you feel like that really impacts your deliverability at the moment? And do you see that changing going forward for the rest of the year here in 2022, where it lets up or not?
0: Yeah, Barry, that's a hot topic. Um, You know, I can tell you from my office in uh, Newport, I can see the boats lined up. So... You know i get a lot of questions about that our our teams do a fantastic job sourcing product you know for us it's really a matter of uh, projecting knowing what our what our uh, demand is going to be and so trying to be on top of that and order products in advance when we can you know it's definitely supply chain is definitely an issue for everybody i think you know in all all aspects um, whether it be you know food source products, you know, it, it's a challenge, but I think, you know, the more we can be out in front of it and anticipate, which is my favorite word, by the way, anticipate, I think that's the key. You know, our teams do a really, really good job of anticipating and, uh, you know, understanding what products we need out front. Um, you know, lead times have definitely expanded. Yeah. You know, our build times have expanded and, you know, for us, I think the main thing is just to be able to communicate that, you know, I think buyers understand that doesn't mean they don't get frustrated, but, uh, you know, at the same time, I think we're all feeling, we're all feeling that crunch and, uh, it's really about communication and anticipation.
1: And how does that feed into the cost of a home at the end of the day? Obviously the costs of the pieces of the home go up. It's got to increase the cost overall and then feeds back into the price and then you compound that for the buyer with the fact that the real estate markets across the country are on the up and the real estate market here in Orange County is, you know, how does they come? To me, what that seems to indicate is that the pricing for new homes uh, on a going forward basis is going to continue to move up, number one, based on supply and demand, but number two, based on cost.
0: I think that's accurate, you know, we, we try to minimize that cost as much as we can you know, obviously it does drive pricing up, you know, once again, I think back to that anticipation, I'll use lumber as an example. You know, if we're able to get out in front of lumber when it's at a reasonable rate and lock it in, helps us control our costs. And so that's something we talk about every day in this company is, you know, how do we control our costs? Um, You know, are we, are we looking out into the future and what we need? Are we bringing on the right suppliers, the right trades, uh, that kind of thing, um, and so you know we actually have we actually have a team in our corporate group that helps out our divisions. Uh, they're looking at those issues kind of on a macro scale, uh, strategically, and you know trying to figure out how do we reduce those costs so that we can pass that on yeah. uh, to the buyer.
1: Well, good. Uh, We could talk all day. I got all kinds of other stuff I want to ask you, but we unfortunately are out of time. Peter, I appreciate you coming on and uh, helping us try out our new technology. And I got a new buzzword uh, I can use in sustainability uh, for the rest of the day, but much continued success to you and uh, to Lancy Homes. And I'm excited to see what projects you have going forward, both here and elsewhere. And uh, we appreciate all your input today and and thanks for coming on. Thanks, Barry. I really appreciate it. So I want to thank uh, Paul Roberts and uh, our whole team here at OC Talk Radio. As always, our producer, Sophia, uh, and everybody who makes the show happen. Uh, For our viewers and our listeners out there, we will see you back here next week on Let's Talk Real Estate. I am Barry Sawitz, president of the Sawitz Company and uh, managing partner of Barry Sawitz Properties. As always, we try to look at both sides of the equation, and today we've taken a unique look at energy-efficient home building, which is uh, a niche that we haven't looked at before, and I'm excited we got to talk about it and uh, tune in next week and we'll have some more fun stuff for you to listen to as well thanks for tuning in
0: well there you have it, another episode of let's talk real estate right here in orange county's only community radio station oc talk radio .net streaming live from University of California Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center